Welcome to the Ready to Thrive podcast. My name is Jacqueline, and I don't know if you've ever felt like you are just surviving your life. I know I have, and that's why I created this space. I want to help you move from surviving to thriving. My goal is to help you get unstuck and actually enjoy your life. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips and always point you to Jesus. So what are you waiting for? Let's get ready to thrive. Hi, and welcome to Ready to Thrive. Today, before we dive into this topic of cultivating vision in our lives, I just want to share a few of the resources I have on my website, one of which um, is a little PDF called Bedtime Prayers for Kids. And really what it is, it's scripture-based bedtime prayers. And this came out of my own journey of hating bedtime. I don't know about you, but by the end of the day, I feel exhausted often when it get, comes to bedtime and I found that was how I was praying. I basically would say something like, dear God, help this child go to bed right away and sleep all night. And I was almost like I was just praying what I hoped would happen. I'm praying for this kid to go to sleep. And I realized I was actually missing an opportunity to speak life and truth and identity over my kids. And so I just started sharing things um, that were scripture based. So God, thank you that you have a purpose and a plan for this child's life, or thank you that they have been created and made and designed specifically, um, again, using things from scripture, like there is no flaw in them, um, that you've created them um, inside my womb. And so things that I was just kind of pulling out from scripture, but I also realized I often was still tired at bedtime and um, I couldn't necessarily always be as creative as I wanted to be. Um, and so I just started writing a few different uh, prayers down. And so I've compiled some of those um, into a PDF. If that interests you, you can head over to my website again under resources. It's bedtime prayers and you can um, click on that and that will go to um, your email and you can print it off if you like. So that's just something I've created for you, but also something I've created for myself. And again, you don't have to you don't have to use these prayers word for word, but you can just use that as a bit of inspiration or an idea of how you can intentionally um, speak over your kids as you pray with them at night. Um, and then they're going to continuously hear scripture. They're going to hear um, truth about who God is, who they are. Um, and I think it's just a nice way for us to connect with our kids with the word. So that's something I have for you. My Tangled book, um, maybe if you're a first-time listener, um, I have a book on Amazon called Tangled. Essentially, this idea that, um, you know, we throw our headphones into our bag, we pull our headphones out again later on, and we're like, how did these get so tangled? And for myself, I was often tangled in anxiety, tangled in fear, tangled in oppression, tangled in doubt and discouragement. And so it's this process of sitting with God and really getting to the root of things rather than dealing with the symptoms. So rather than just dealing with some of the things I might see on the outside, but kind of trying to figure out why are these things there? Why do I keep getting tangled? Maybe there have been lies I've been believing about myself um, or other people or about God, um, or maybe there's things that just have had a bit of a hold on me. And so I have the Tangled book available on Amazon, but I also have a Tangled course. And so again, you can find that on my website, or you can find that um, through a link in Instagram. And the Tangled course gives you 
the Tangled book, but also um, has some videos to kind of unpack the material a little bit more, as well as um, a coaching time once a month where we get to sit down and just unpack how the material is hitting you. And so for a lot of women, I've walked some women through this already. That is a great time to be able to say, hey, this is kind of what's going on, having these aha moments with God as they're reading through the material. So I wanted to share that with you before we dive into this week's episode, Cultivating Vision. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to Ready to Thrive. Um, today is our last episode in the Cultivating series. And to be honest, when we started the series, I actually thought it was going to be far more solo episodes. That was my intent. Um, I have a lot of things that I wanted to share about cultivating faith, cultivated, cultivating joy, cultivating our words and thankfulness. And so I may need to come back and just revisit this idea of cultivating. What are we cultivating in our lives? Um, there was a lot of opportunities for interviews and conversations with some incredible women who each have a very unique message. And so I wanted to just chat with those women and get those out to you. Um, I always love talking with somebody and just hearing what they have to say or what they're wrestling with. And so I hope and I trust those episodes were great. Um, I also love the solo shows. I love being able to share a little bit about what's on my heart. And so I knew I wanted to wrap up this cultivating series because I have something else I want to dive into over the summer months, over July and August, that always are summer to me. And so, um, yeah, so I just want to wrap up today. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode because I am a little more off the cuff, a little more just sharing what's on my heart. Um, and so this episode, I really want to talk about what it looks like to cultivate vision in our lives. And I think um, vision is really important, just this idea of having a sense of kind of where where we're going in life. So vision for um, my family, vision for my relationship with my husband, vision for my life, my career, ministry. Um, sometimes it's vision for my health. Sometimes it's even vision for my summer. And so if any of those things kind of resonate with you, maybe just think about that for your own life. What do you need some vision for right now? And vision, I think, really is tied to hope. When we have a vision, uh, when we have an idea of where we're going with something, we really do um, have a little spark of hope that gets birthed in us. And so I know for... I'm going to say for all of us, this has been a challenging season in different ways. And so I don't need to unpack all of the ways it's been challenging for myself or for you, because I know that it's really been um, sort of tailor-made. Um, but I also feel, I do feel hopeful that in this season that has felt like really a shaking of what we have known to be solid and true uh, those things have um, really been shaking and we've seen, okay, what is still standing? And um, and I think for probably for all of us, we've also had those moments where we've gone, oh, maybe some of the things that used to be normal in my life, maybe those aren't actually things I want to go back to. Maybe there are things can be done differently. Um, I, I'm trusting that 
each of you in many ways have come through this um, season of self-isolation um, changed. And maybe for some of you listening, you're like, I'm actually still, we're still under a lockdown. We're still under quarantine. And also we know that the coronavirus hasn't gone anywhere. It's still happening, even though in many areas, um, the restrictions have loosened. And so um, we're all in very, very different places. But I think um, vision is um, is really key to us moving forward. And so there is a verse that I, I'm not prepared with, but it says, um, you know, where there is no vision, uh, the people perish, right? And so um, that's where I think vision comes into play, that it really is key. And so I want to talk about how we can begin to cultivate vision. Now, one of the things I'm not, I'm also not talking about just like a vision board or like, if you dream it, it will happen. Um, I'm really talking about what does it look like to sit with God and to say, hey, what, what is actually happening in my life in this area? So similar to the areas I mentioned earlier, right? So whether it's finances, you can have a vision for your finances, um, a vision for your health, like things that maybe have even taken a bit of a hit in this season, a vision for your marriage. Sometimes we need a renewed vision especially in a place where we feel helpless and we feel um, hopeless, right? Like it feels like this is, this thing is over. This thing is hard. Um, So what do you need vision for? And, you know, it's interesting because the beginning of the year, there were a lot of pastors who were giving sermons on 2020 is the year of perfect vision. And I actually think that is really true. I think it's incredibly true that 2020 is actually this year of clarity and vision. It's just not coming at us the way we thought it would, right? I'm a person who loves um, buying some goal planners, and I've been doing this for the last few years through a few different companies. And I love sitting down at the beginning of the year, unpacking, like, what do I want for 2020? And I answer these questions, and I gain some vision and some clarity. And as we all know, many of our day planners got thrown out the window um, in the middle of March. And now when we're in this place, I think for some people, they've said, yeah, I'm, I'm running now. I've got a clear vision. I'm going forward. And I think for some of us, we can also, we have the potential to actually get stuck here. Like we have the potential to, um, not be able to move forward in a healthy way in our lives because things have been hard. And so again, whether it's financial, whether it is physical, I know for a lot of people, there's the joke of gaining the COVID-15. But those things are real. And those things can actually keep you really stuck. And so I often like to talk about this idea of victim mindset. And again, it's, it's not the same as actually being a victim to something, right? Because we've, in many ways, we've all been um, a victim to this pandemic, right? But it is this ability to say, I'm actually not a victim to these circumstances. There are things I can do. There are things I can change. It doesn't mean that it's easy. But when we begin to um, see ways we can change things in our life, it actually is very empowering and very freeing. Now, one of the reasons we don't sometimes implement those changes is we actually dream big, 
right? We have this idea of this is where I want to go, but then it feels so unattainable. So let's just say finances. Let's say um, you're in a hard place financially and you're like, this feels overwhelming. I can't imagine I'm ever going to get out of debt. And so what does it look like to begin to have a vision of like, I'm going to actually get out of debt, but then to break that down in small steps. What does it look like? Well, a small step might mean, hey, for this next month, I'm not going to Starbucks. Or um, I'm going to cut the cable um, in our house or whatever. Some things that might, we actually really, um, we discount the small steps so often in our lives. We just see the big picture. People have done big things, but every single one of them. And I love when people share their process over the years of like, this thing failed, or I took a step forward here, and this was scary. All of those processes speak to taking really, really tiny steps. Um, we, um, I don't know if you're familiar with Emily Freeman. She has a podcast and a book called The, ne- the Next Right Thing. And um, Frozen 2 also had a song come out with The Next Right Thing that my three-year-old has been belting the top for lungs. I'm not going to sing it for you now. But I think there's really something for us in that moment. Like, what does it look like? just to do the next right thing, just to do that little small step, because it is those little small steps that move, um, move you forward or whatever it might be. So cultivating a vision. Now think about for a moment when you've been in the shower and you've had this aha moment, right? You've had this like, oh, I had this great idea. And so there even is, this is such a phenomenon that there are companies who've come up with like these boards you can have in your shower or ways to kind of capture those thoughts because this is so common. And I think one of the reasons this is so common is that our brain actually, now I'm not saying this from a scientific standpoint, this is my own opinion, but um, our brain shifts into another gear in the shower, right? It shifts into a like, I'm not doing anything else. It's a deeper thinking place, if that makes sense. Or maybe sometimes you're falling asleep and you have this idea, or even in the middle of the night, Um, I know for myself on a plane, I sometimes will get lost in a movie or a book, but sometimes I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking and these ideas will come. And that's one reason I actually love going for walks as well. I, I walk and I pray and that can be a space where ideas come. But one of the things that will, um, stop this vision from happening, these ideas, uh, one thing is when we are so distracted, and if I'm out for a walk, but I have my phone on, even having music can be distracting, but I'm looking down at things. Um, you know, I, it's funny because I sometimes can get really annoyed when my kids distract me all the time. But then I wonder, am I as annoyed when my phone distracts me? My phone is incredibly distracting. And I'm going to chat next week a little, about, a little bit about this idea of my own personal journey uh, with technology use and what my plan is for the summer. And so I'm excited to dig into that next week. But um, cultivating vision in my life, I've done in a few different ways. So one, like I said, is going for walks or spending this intentional time distraction free. And, um, and again, I'm, I'm working part time, I'm a busy mom of three. Um, I volunteer and I do other like I have a very full life. So it's not like I just, um, have all this time, but it's something I've said, Hey, I want this to be a priority. And in those spaces, that's where I'm able to get vision for, um, not just like the big, you know, we think about vision sometimes it's like, what's the vision for your life. You think about it in terms of career or 
arriving somewhere. No, it might be a vision for meal planning, right? Like it might be a way to um, realize, hey, what are the things in my life that are not functioning well? What are the things that um, I wrote down at one point? What is the list of things that are destroying me? And at one point it was meal planning. And I had this aha moment where I decided to use this um, one of those meal services where the box arrives at your front door. I think I did that for like six weeks. And I just needed that little bit of um, a boost in one area because I needed to be able to focus on a few other areas. And I just felt like I had no desire or passion um, for cooking or for, um, well, I guess I was doing the cooking, but just for creating um, ideas for what to make for dinner. So um, other things I have done is I have been able to have a chunk of time that's kid-free and um, instead of doing errands, instead of going shopping, I've gone to the beach or I've done something for like three hours where I've just journaled and walked and talked and listened and and tried to have some of those distraction-free moments. Now, that's not a regular thing. That's probably, um, you know, a seasonal kind of thing. But that's what I actually loved about the various goal planners and day planners that I use because monthly they would ask you, hey, what went well this month? What do you want to think about going into the next month? And so for me, um, the challenge that I, I guess I want to have for you right now in this episode is heading into July and August. What, what is the thing that needs your attention in your life? What is the thing you want vision for? And what would it look like to have vision for that for this summer? I don't think it's wise to focus on everything. Sometimes we try to um, create a whole new version of ourselves in every area. And it's just too much. Like we, we focus on um, finances and our health and our exercise and our eating and like so many things. And we kind of can lose a little bit of that internal motivation and we can kind of crash and burn and feel, feel discouraged and feel like we're never going to get anywhere. So again, I go back to the thinking small, what are the small changes we can make? Um, but beginning to kind of carve out that distraction free space, it might mean having two showers a day. Or an extra long shower if that's where you really are sparking that time. And so I also would say um, you need to actually have vision with God. So sit with God and invite him into that process. I'm praying as I am asking for vision. Um, And it doesn't always work for me to sit still. Um, So if I'm going to the beach, I might sit for 10 minutes somewhere and then I might walk for a little bit. Um, that's just kind of what works for me. I might actually be in a busy Starbucks, so pretending I could do that right now um, with my headphones on and music and just journaling and thinking and have kind of ideas come. But when we have a vision for our lives, so again, um, think about for yourself. Maybe this is a vision for yourself for this summer. Maybe this is a vision for yourself over the next two years. What does it look like? What do you look like? And begin to dream with God and begin to actually ask God the question, who have you designed me to be? Who have you uniquely crafted and created me to be? And begin to see yourself with God's eyes. When we can do that, when we can see who he actually has designed us to be, that really instills some hope and purpose and vision and some of the why um, behind what it is we're doing, especially when it feels hard. It, it's hard to move forward sometimes into those good places. Um, 
There's a verse I want to read from Isaiah 44, verse 19, and it just says, no one stops to think. And in this section of scripture, it's talking about um, just how people were really creating these idols with their hands, um, and they're burning some for some of the wood they're worshiping. They've created an idol, and some of it they're burning later, and it's like, no one stops to think. And every time I read this verse, I just feel the weight of it. And I wonder, in our lives, what we are doing, are we stopping to think about these things? Are we stopping to think, like, where am I going with my life? What am I doing? Who am I spending my time with? What am I spending my time on? Um, And that's one of the reasons I want to talk about technology a bit more next week and and what our family's plan is for that this summer. But um, my hope is that you will create some space to stop and think about your life and bring God into that. Don't just think like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds and I want to, um, you know, get some more money so I can buy a boat or I don't know. And those aren't bad things by any means. But like what what is the greater vision? What is the thing that God really wants to partner with you in? Because that's going to keep giving you hope in a season that can easily feel hopeless. And so that is my hope for you that you will take some action, maybe plan a chunk of time. I will say this again, um, as I've said it before, if you do not plan for these things, they will not happen. So right now, pull out your calendar and say Saturday from 1 to 3 or from 9 to 11 or whatever it might be, I'm going to this place and I'm just going to dream with God. I'm going to not force anything like I need a certain outcome I'm just going to stop. I'm going to listen. Um, bring your Bible. Bring a journal. Write down what are some things that you uh, need a little bit of hope for? What are some things you need some clarity on, some vision for your life moving forward? Um, I know God has great plans for you. Um, and sometimes we just need to stop and think about them. Sometimes we need to change course. We need to change direction. Um But I'm trusting that this episode that is not the episode I thought I was going to share, I'm trusting that I'm sharing it for a reason, that I'm sharing it for you, that you need a a little bit of hope. You need a little bit of clarity. Um, You need vision. You need God's vision for your life. So trusting and praying that has helped you move one step closer to thriving. I love being here in this space with you. Um, I'd love to hear from you. You can find my email on my website um, or you can message me on Instagram. I'm not going to be on Instagram a lot this summer, so that's not the best way. Emailing me is better, Um, but I'd love to hear from you. And I'm excited to dive into a new series next week on just having a really healthy summer in so many different ways. And so hope you have a great weekend. I hope you spend some time gaining some clarity and vision with God and look forward to talking to you next week. Just wait. There's more. I want to tell you about the summer series. The summer series is all about getting healthy in various different areas of our life. I don't know about you, but this COVID season has not necessarily brought out the healthiest version of myself. And so we're going to tackle areas of finance, areas of friendship, um, healthy eating and moving our bodies, lots of different areas, um, talking about health. And so I hope you will join me 
on this journey in the podcast this summer. You can check me out on Instagram um, at Jacqueline.Widener or on my website at JacquelineWidener.com for free resources. I'm actually not going to be on Instagram a ton because part of my healthy summer is going to be stepping away from screens mostly, but you can always email me if you have any questions. I love to connect. Um, I record this podcast often in a closet or a bathroom, and so I don't get to see um, who is listening. So if you reach out and say, hey, I really appreciate that episode or that guest, or I'd love to see more of something, I always appreciate that. So you can message me on Instagram, I'll get it eventually, or you can email me at JacquelineWidener1 at gmail.com. Take care.